0: Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and I'm doing the intro to kind of introduce you to this podcast. This is Knock Out the Lies, and in this podcast, we're going to go through the lies that are so common, unfortunately. So very common in our everyday lives, in our everyday language, lies that we choose to believe. That's not the truth, just what we choose to believe. And it's a really serious problem. It's not fact. It's only fact to us because we believe it, but it's not actually fact. You know what I'm saying? So I know it's a little bit different of a, of a podcast. Uh, it's going to be a little different, but uh, as far as what it looks like, it's not perfectly filmed with my little microphone, you know, in my office and with Carrie and me and stuff, it's a bit different, but I think you're really gonna like it. And I hope that it really helps you stop and think and the penny will drop in and you will realize you are a victim of these bull crap lies. So enjoy, knock out the lies. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. So knock out the lies. We are going to be going through the workbook. So please make sure... And we're going to be doing unlike last time uh, where I really just the plan prep and log your food workshop was a, a tactical workshop, which might be what we end up doing. We don't know. But where I was showing you things all the time, we were using our phones and stuff, you know, and so that was a little bit different. But we're really going to deep dive. This is a mental mindset workshop. And it's, you know, it's something that we all deal with all the time. Some of us deal with more than others. And so it's really good that the sooner you can knock this out, the better. I mean, I didn't really grasp a whole lot of things until I was 40 years old. I know that uh, I thought that God was mad at me. And you know, we grew up in a, a strict religious household. And I didn't know that God wasn't mad at me until I was 40 years old that I realized God's not mad at me. And I don't know where I got that idea. You know, you just kind of, you know, so it's good if we can nail these things now and that we don't have to deal with them later. We're talking about knocking out the lies and we're talking on part one. What does this even mean? Because we, we lie to our spouse. I mean, I know this might be uncomfortable for you guys, Zoom people, but we lie to, we lie to our spouse, we lie to our kids. We lie to people all the time. It's just, and, and there are different varying degrees of lies. You know, some lies are going to get you put in prison. Some lies are just going to get you on, you know, slapped on the wrist, but we lie all the time and we are lied to, but why? And it's just something that everybody accepts. So why is it that we lie to ourselves though? What we let other people get away with it. We let you know we we accept that from other people but why is it that we accept that from ourselves because we are lying to ourselves all the time now what we're going to do in this workshop is we're going to define what lies actually mean we're going to talk about where the lies come from and how they hurt us because they're definitely hurting us there's a lot of people with a whole lot of hang-ups in here not just here, but here on zoom and here everywhere, people that should be here who aren't here. And we're gonna shine some light on these lies and we're gonna start being honest with ourselves. As I say, hey, you know, oh, I'll tell you guys some stories about some lies I've been told, but it is just important that at least we don't lie to ourselves, at least. So part one, guys, everybody make sure that you got part one open. And what we did in this workbook was we had a a lot of lines for you to write, and I don't know about you, but whenever I eat, I'm always doing something else. So you can eat and write, and you can. I mean, I can eat and make a tick tock for current out loud. I can I'm getting pretty good at those TikToks. So so I know that you are you can actually do the eating and the writing or however it's gonna work for you. All right. So what are lies? The the this is the definition of a lie, according to Christie. Limitations or false beliefs we have about ourselves that feel true but in reality, they're only true because we believe they are true. Limitations are false beliefs that we have about ourselves that feel true. And guys, these feelings are real. They really do feel true, but they aren't true. They're only true because we believe they're true. So they're really not true. They're lies, but they do feel true. I don't want to, I don't want to debunk what you're feeling. You're like, I'm feeling a certain way. We don't want to we don't want to, um, whatever the word is I'm looking for, not validate that. I want to validate that those feelings are true. Now, here's an example of a lie. I can't lose weight in my 60s. I can't lose weight because everyone in my family is fat. I can't lose weight because I've had kids. Those are all lies. And, you know, can I just say, I might just be saying this a little later on, but um, there are a lot of people who who um, Pour these lies into us. I mean, a doctor, you know, and I I apologize to any doctors I've got watching or listening. You know, I'm not saying the the traditionally trained medical doctor that's not trained to believe what we believe and what we have seen uh, over the past, you know, 28 years I've been in this business and and the tens of thousands of people that come through the program. They, some medical doctors will say to you, or nurse practitioner, physician assistant, they're going to say, boy, I tell you what, this thyroid. It's really going to make you have a hard time losing weight. Or I don't know, at your age, I just don't see it a whole lot happening. They 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 say these things to you. And so, gosh, and you believe them because they're doctors or you believe them because that's your pastor. Because you, you trust and you love these people and they legitimately love you. So it's these are some real hidden lies that are just, they're tough. It's tough to debunk some of these. Some of these you can go, yeah, I got that. Okay, I can I can let go of that. Some of them are like, Boy, I'm having a hard time. I believed that for 18 years. So those are some examples of a typical lie. Now, stories we make up to try to explain why we don't have the result that we want. That's a lie. And we think we can't get it or why we didn't keep that result. I'll read that again. Stories we make up to try to explain why we don't have the result that we want. I think probably all of us, even Christy Code Red. I think all of us do this. Do we justify things? Just the other day, a lady stopped me on the street uh, and said, um, "I am overweight because I had a shoulder surgery." No, you're going to gain. You're going to gain some fluid retention because of surgery. Any surgery, they give you fluids. You're in the hospital. You're not sleeping. You know, knee replacement. I don't care if it's a you got a warrant taken off. It's just the stress of being in the hospital, the stress of being a doctor, it's called the white coat white syndrome, I think. Your, your numbers are gonna go up. But not 35 pounds, Zoom people. You don't gain weight from a, you don't gain 35 pounds from a shoulder surgery. No, you do not, that's bologna. So I've heard, uh, and my favorite lies, favorite lies are ones that are told from people who um, are gaining weight because of somebody else. Um, I had a grandbaby. Oh my God, well, You so you you had a grandbaby? No, no, my grand, my daughter had a baby. And I just, I mean, used to see me, whenever I stand there, I, wow, my poor eye. I stand there like this and I, I look at him and I go, Joe, you had a baby? I know they didn't have the baby. You know, they're 72 years old. Like I know they didn't have the baby, but I call them out on it. I say, oh, so you had a baby. Oh, <laughs> no, my daughter did. So what does that have to do with you? It's a new baby. Oh, hey, nobody loves babies more than me, but that did not cause you to put on 62 pounds, Karen. I don't, and sorry about anybody named Karen. That's my, that's my go-to name. And so that is always my favorite lie. I. My son went into the military, so I gained back 35 pounds. My, we, you know, we moved across country. I mean, you know, there are all kinds of things. Now I get it if you're remodeling your kitchen and you're living out of your camper, you're cooking out of your camper, it can make things a little more difficult. But remodeling your kitchen did not cause you to gain back 17, 27, 37 pounds. No, that's a bull crap. Here's another lie. Coping mechanism to avoid dealing with pain or discomfort. Yes, every single one of us have done this. A coping mechanism to avoid dealing with pain or discomfort or as an attempt to make sense of something that doesn't make sense to you. Here's an example. My husband won't let me do the code red lifestyle. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, can you, speak into my, can you speak into my good ear? Did you just say my husband? What, what? you know, like what? Um, how about this? There's no way one snack would make me gain three pounds overnight when I'm doing everything else right um hmm it's too hard to lose weight so i guess i'll forever be fat oh. wow okay it is hard to lose weight i mean maybe on plexus or uh what's that other bull crap i'm trying to think of another oh, no shakes octavia i mean you know there's shakes there's so shago oh, beef body shakes any Beachbody coaches on a, come on, like, come on. That crap is hard. I don't like shakes. I don't want to gag them down ever. And so I would say that's probably pretty hard. How about doing CrossFit twice a day, six days a week? That's pretty hard. I don't think Code Red's that hard, but the, it, you do have to make changes when you're losing weight, you know, but saying that it's too hard, so I'm not going to do it. Come on. Odds are you're telling yourself lies about your weight loss. Or you have in the past, okay? So you're gonna start. So we're gonna start shining the light on those lies today, right now, in your workbook, so we can take away the power from those lies. All right. So let's all take out our workbook if you haven't already. Zoom. Make sure that you get them in front of you. This is the page that we're on right here, and I want you to write down as many lies as you can think of. Okay. This is probably gonna be just a little bit uncomfortable, but we code red rebels. We are used to being uncomfortable. That's not a new thing for us. We, we don't, you know, we don't eat as often as other people. So sometimes those hunger pangs are uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable saying no to margarita Mondays. So it might be a little uncomfortable. Nobody's going to read your stuff. I'll only ask you to share if you want to, I, you know, if we come to that point and we have time, but write down as many lies as you can be honest with yourself. Uh, go, you know, even if it's, if it's uncomfortable, go there anyway, and bring the lies into the light so we can knock them out. All right. We're on part two. Where do these lies come from? The lies we're telling ourselves come from two places. It's pretty simple. Two places, other people and us, other people and us, our own, our own minds make these lies up and other people tell us these lies that are not true. So lies that come from other people aren't always done with malicious intent. You need to understand this. These are a lot of times well-meaning, highly educated, loving people who love you. They really do. And they think they, they, they want the best for you. And they think that they are, you know, like, what, what, what do you mean? You really, you want to adopt that child right now? Gosh, you know, you're, you're 46 years old. Why would you want to do that? The adoption application alone is $15,000. It's just ridiculous. Why don't you just enjoy the rest of your life? I mean, my gosh, I mean, that's someone who's just comes to you and say, listen, I'm just going to talk to you. Just come here. Let, let me just talk to you. It's all right. I, I, you know, that kind of thing. And so these are people who love you a lot of times, sometimes not, but it's, it's easy to identify. I get hate. I get haters all the time on online. They send me nasty, mean, mean, mean messages. Those are the ones that are easy to ignore because I just know they're just, they're being hateful. Boy, that I is just water, water, water. But if my mom comes to me and sits me down and says, honey, listen, you know, you really should sell code red. She hasn't said this. You really should sell code red. You know, it's a lot of stress on you. You know, you, it's worth 30 million, sell it, be done with it and live the rest of your life. I, you know, I would go, oh, maybe I'm, Maybe I'm maybe I'm really stressed. Maybe she's right. Maybe I should take the thirty million and walk. You know, I don't know. Maybe I've just maybe I have no grace for this anymore. Well, oh, maybe I should really think about that. I mean, it would cause me pause. I'm not gonna sell Code Red. I'm not ready to sell Code Red. I'm still getting just getting started. So that, but but somebody that I love who really loves me coming to me and say this to me that would really cause me to go, wow. Maybe I uh, boy maybe I should move out and get a cheaper. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But. Be those are the sneaky ones, you know. Not everybody's out to get you, but you got to really be careful with the people who love you. So sometimes, now I mean, sometimes people think that they're protecting you by telling you what they see as the truth, but it's not the truth, it's what they see as the truth. Got to be careful. Someone telling you that you're not a good singer and never will be a good singer. May think that they're saving you from embarrassing yourself. Wow. Wow. Hey, you know, Christy, oh, you know, like it's just a little bit off key. Uh, Maybe just don't sing that at karaoke next time, you know, like Shania Twain. I feel like a woman. Love that song. I want to sing it at the top of my lungs. I love Shania Twain, I love country music, you know, but if someone, if my own sister who sings really well comes to me and says, oh, yeah, it's, you were off key the whole time, it's just not really good sis," I would just avoid that song all the other, that would devastate me, you know, so this is, this can be sneaky, because they think they're saving you from embarrassing yourself, it's, it's, it's not good. Someone telling you that you'll just gain the weight back again, Maybe he's trying to spare you from a painful pattern that they've seen you repeat. Somebody telling you that you're just going to gain that weight back. That could be, th- they think they're helping. Like, listen, I just want to save them from the pain. I, has anybody ever experienced some, I know, I know everybody here has, had someone tell them, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing that code red for? What are you doing that for? You know, you're just going to gain the weight right back. Yep, I'm seeing hands go up right in front of the camera all over the place, yep, yeah. Different colored hands. Um, Some of you guys are putting up the actual emoji hand. It's really cute. And it's like a little fake hand, a little different colors, it's really cute. So that is something that everybody has dealt with. I know that, I know it's absolutely true. It might be even your doctor, like I mentioned, telling you that uh, it's just not the way you're built. You're just not built for this. You're built to be a little thicker. You're built to carry more weight. Uh, because they don't know jack about weight loss. They don't, they don't. The traditionally medically trained doctors do not know about weight. They've only been trained maybe 15 or fewer hours in nutrition. That's why they need to outsource it to me. I'll get weight off their patients. Let them deal with things I don't deal with. <laughs> so that could, you know, like people, the doctors might say, that's, it. that's why you're not gaining weight. That's not, you know, that's why you're gaining weight. That's why you're not able to lose it. You could be getting that lie. You know, before COVID, when mom would, when mom would um, travel with me a lot of places, we would sit up in first class and the first thing I would do is start harassing her about drinking, you know, because, you know, you get you get free nine o'clock in the morning, you get free wine. And I'm like, my mom, my mom's drunk. And she's like, stop saying that. Stop telling the flight attendants that, honey. So I tease her relentlessly but sometimes it is with malicious intent. Unfortunately, there are some people who do not have your best interest at heart. They do try to sabotage you. And sometimes the other person is trying to control you. It could be that they want to stop you from inconveniencing them. Of course, my favorite one is that they, um, they project their own hate that they have on themselves. They project it on you then they lies that the lies that they say about you is often about them and so for somebody to say you can't to you ever man that ain't cool and it's happened to me a lot well you can't start a boxing career at 25 years old well I did you know you can't you can't you can't you can't you can't go to college you won't finish college blah, 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 all these things how many times has somebody said crap to you and you and you persevered you did it anyway raise your hand if you've ever had in the room or on zoom somebody speaks something over you and you were like watch me watch me you think oh, oh really oh you're messing with the wrong girl watch me these lies are also they come from our own minds you need to understand that a lot of things you know not everybody's maliciously i mean i don't know i people act like "Oh, my friends. So I, have two, I have like two friends that I really, really love. You know, I know all these friends, I see these girls go on these girls trips, with like 13 girls. I would never want to go on a trip with 13 girls, like no way, you know? So I don't know how many people you've got influencing you. So a lot of the lies are coming from your own head. We have one bad experience or maybe several bad experiences. And we make up a story to try to explain or avoid repeating that experience. Like, I keep failing to get this weight off, so I guess I'm just destined to be fat. No, that's, you know, and that is definitely a lie that we tell ourselves. Well, I just keep failing, so that just must mean it's just not in my future. It's just my fate to be fat. We also make up these lies when we bump up against our own personal limitations about ourselves. Like, I don't have time, and I can't afford it. Bull crap, you guys. I spend $90 a month on Starbucks coffees. I do. So there's money for what you want. And even when I was broke and poor and living in New York city, I still found enough money to buy candy. Cause I was sugar addicted and I would buy candy and I'd buy sugar and I couldn't even barely feed myself. And I would still scrape up the money. I would get nickels. I get pennies. I would pick up stuff off the ground. Come on. I absolutely hate those two things. I can't afford, or I don't have time. Those are my two Worst things. You do have time for what you want. You do make the time for what you want. It's just a matter of moving things around and it being a matter of priority for you. Same thing with money. Well, oh my gosh, I just wish I. And I used to say it too. I haven't said it in about five, six years. I haven't said, oh, I can't afford that. I choose to not spend my money on that. Let's call it what it is. The reality is, the truth is, you you don't see the value in it, so you don't want to buy it. Like you know, but you see the value and in. in and $36 from Domino's pizza, because everybody's done that, even including myself. So figuring out the source of these lies is the next step to giving away, to taking away the power that they have over you. So go back to the lies that you wrote down in part one of your workbook and see if you can identify the source of those lies, the source. What is the reason? What, where do they come from? We wanna identify the source of those lies. Part three of our workbook, how and why do these lies hurt us? These lies become excuses to avoid facing the pain and discomfort we're required, required to face in order to get the results we want. We're doing it to avoid the pain and discomfort. Here's an example. Changing what I eat, drinking all this water and getting sleep is uncomfortable and overwhelming and I don't want to do it. So I'm going to believe the lie that I'm just destined to be fat. Well, no one is destined to be fat. In fact, we are not destined to be fat. We're not, this is not the way we were created. But yeah, that's a very good lie that someone's going to believe in order to make it to where they don't have to do what they know they need to do these lies create a false sense of safety. A false sense of safety. And what does that mean? Here's an example of a false sense of safety. I can't lose weight, so I might as well just eat what I want. Oh, everybody has said this before. I have too. Sticking with what you want to eat feels like it's safer and a more comfortable thing to do. It does. And, you know, hey, I mean, if eating steak and asparagus and with real butter and stuff, it would be. But eating what you want probably involves sugar, junk, and crap carbs. I think that all we can, I mean, nobody craves kale. Come on. Nobody <laughs> craves kale. Uh, maybe, some, maybe some people do. I don't know. but So these foods really aren't safe if you think about it. It may be emotionally comfortable for you, but safe, no, 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 no. In fact, they're very unsafe if you think about it. I mean, it's literally putting your life in danger. We know this. We know this about sugar. But it does create a false sense of safety. So it's not true. It's false sense of safety. These lies cause us to hold ourselves back and play small. So we're living in a box with a false lid and we deprive ourselves and really the world of our highest potential. So here's an example of that. Let me First of all, let me read that again. These lies ca- cause us to hold ourselves back and play small. Hold ourselves back and play small. So here's an example. I probably won't get the job anyway, so I'm not even going to apply. <gasps> oh my gosh, wow. You have zero way of knowing whether you're going to get that job, Zoom people. You have zero way of knowing whether you're going to get that job until you do apply. But by not applying, you're definitely not going to get that job. Wow. Imagine living your life with that kind of fear. We cannot let this happen to us, you guys. These lies condition you to believe you can't trust yourself. You say you wanna lose weight, you wanna feel better, but then you go face down on a plate of food that you know will cause you to gain weight and feel like garbage, you know this. You've just sent yourself a message that your word to yourself means jack squat, okay? And you can't be trusted. You just sent that message to yourself. Go back to the lies and write down the false sense of safety that you're getting And how it's hurting you part four how do we start being honest with ourselves lying to yourself is keeping you stuck and feeling helpless to do anything about it if you don't yet have the results that you want in your life you're probably lying to yourself at some level so in this section we're going to talk about how you can start being honest with yourself all right step one here we go we want to commit to being honest with ourselves right now, from here on out. No matter what, I can, I'll can. lie to everybody else, I'm not lying to myself. So in your workbook where it asks, do you commit to being honest with yourself? I want you to write down your answer. Do you commit, part A of section four, guys, do you commit to being honest with yourself? I want you to write down your answer. Step two is to understand the difference between beliefs and facts, because the lies that you're telling yourself are just beliefs. A fact is just what that is. It's a fact. There is no belief involved. It's a fact. An example of a fact, I've had a weight problem for this long, for as long as I can remember. You don't remember a time when you didn't have a weight problem. That's a fact. There's no belief. That just is what it is. You hear people say that all the time. It is what it is. Another example of a fact, I have not been below 200 pounds since, since 1979. Again, that's a fact, bam. It's not a matter of a belief. It's not like, well, do you believe it? No, 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 it's a fact. I haven't been below since 200, since 1979. It just is what it is, bam. But now let's look at beliefs, okay? A belief is something that's only true because you choose to believe that it's true. That's what a belief is. One more time, a belief is only true because you choose to believe that it's true. We want to make sure that that is really clear. You are making it true. You are choosing to believe that it's true when it's really not true, you guys. An example of this would be I'll always be fat. Well, so really? So you'll always be fat? Did your crystal ball tell you that? I mean, what, like, how did you, what what do you do? Are you using the magic, magic eight ball and shaking it up? Saying you'll always be fat may feel true, but it's only true because you chose to believe it. Bull crap! I have seen people in the most extreme situations turn their life around, but I can't believe it for you. I can at first, but you have to believe it for yourself. Another example of a belief, I gained weight because my grandbaby was born, my favorite, So your grandbaby is some infant Hitler who popped out of the womb and and pinned you to the kitchen counter, okay? And stuffed rich crackers down your throat. Is that really what happened? No, no, you control the last eight inches from here to here. Beliefs are not facts. Beliefs are not facts. Write that down. Beliefs are not facts. They are lies that you're telling yourself. Step three, we wanna be honest with ourselves. And we wanna flip the script. So it's where you take the lie and you flip it into something positive that feels good. So if one of your lies is I'm fat and ugly, flip the script to I'm beautiful, I'm healthy and I'm strong. You guys know when you were on my Voxer thread, either for Rebel for Life or for Christie in your corner, we, every Monday morning, we did Monday morning affirmations, didn't we? Yes, we did. And we repeated things back to ourselves like this. So you could say, I'm becoming, if you want, you could say it like this. You could say, I'm becoming beautiful, healthy, and strong. If that feels a little bit truer for you, if that feels like it'd be better for you to say it like that. And said, like, if you don't really feel beautiful right this second, you know, you could say, I'm becoming more beautiful. I'm becoming healthier. I'm becoming strong. I know with our words of affirmation, not words of affirmation, with our uh, Monday affirmations, I always had people say, I'm getting healthier every day because I'm choosing foods that heal. We're gonna flip the script for you. So the lies that you wrote down in part one of the workbook, I want you to go through them one at a time and flip them. Flip them, Zoom people flip them to something positive. You know, after many failed relationships in my life at 45 years old, it would be easy for me to think I'll never meet somebody. I'll never be in a relationship with somebody, a fulfilling, loving relationship with somebody. I refuse to believe that. I, or I, I could say it about myself. I could say, Christy, you're damaged goods. I refuse to believe that about me. I'm not damaged goods. I'm a child of God. I am Larry and Carol's daughter, I am a smart, successful entrepreneur. I'm beautiful. I'm strong. I'm sexy. There's a lot of great things about me. I'm going to snag myself the best guy you could ever imagine. Maybe, maybe not. If I don't, I'll be happy being single because I'm happy with myself. I'll say that again? Not if you snag at first. So I could say that about myself. And it—it's I refuse to. I will not even think it. It's, not, its It goes farther beyond just saying it. I'm not even going to think it. You've got to flip that script yeah why do we believe those lies so easily yeah pam says why do we believe those lies because it's easier to believe the lies believing the truth hurts the truth hurts and it's more comfortable to believe the lies isn't it it's just it's easier it's easier to sit back it's easier to hide behind your kids in easter photos easter is coming up by the by the way pretty soon and it's easier it's easier just to it's easier to wear the Lululemon leggings and it's, e- it's easier to go the other route. We're seeking out comfort. We're no, we don't want to do the hard thing. We don't want to face the facts. That's what I think, Pam. You know, I think it's easier to, to believe the lies because we just don't want to be uncomfortable. Or accountable. Or accountable, right. The challenge is putting all this into practice with everyone around you when you're still living the lies. Right, Lisa. But that's the problem. That's why you're struggling so much. Is because you're letting everybody else's bull crap influence you. You're not putting up your you're putting down your foot, you're not putting up boundaries, you're not saying enough. You're still trying to please everybody, and you are suffering, Lisa. I've watched you suffer for weeks. When are you gonna say enough is enough? How do you keep moving forward? How do you keep getting up? When you continue to get knocked down, you continue to screw up. And then how do you keep getting up and moving forward? And the words of Rocky Balboa, it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. You have no choice. You have to get up. You can't stay down. So how do you get up? You look at your why. Do you have a strong why? You keep your why written on a sticky note on your bathroom mirror or your refrigerator door, or your, door your, your refrigerator door or your car dashboard. Um, so you always have a strong why um, you continue to examine your goals, which is a lot like your why, you know, you don't, you, you want to set yourself up for success by not having any junk food in your house. A lot of people are like, I just keep caving in. I just went, I ate half the box of Lucky Charms. What is that box of Lucky Charms doing in your house? I could not turn it down. If it's in my house, I would go and handful after handful proximity eaters. Don't put yourself in a situation where these are accessible to you. You gotta say no. You have to say no to Margarita Mondays. You have to say no to the Mexican restaurant. You don't think I like a, 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 a basket of tortilla chips like the next guy does. Of course I do. I love that stuff. Come on, tortilla chips and salsa. Uh, yeah. But I don't want to give in. So I don't put myself in those situations where I'm gonna give in. You gotta clean out your cupboards. You gotta make sure. And, and a lot of times you're you you're screwing up not because you're screwing up, up because you're tired and you're dehydrated. And you are so you're 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 fighting an uphill battle here. You got crap in your house, you're tired, you are dehydrated, you're stressed, you're upset, you're triggered. So you're gonna go right to it. If it ain't there, you're not gonna, you know, you're gonna walk up to it and you're gonna go. I, think I just, I think you're gonna cry. And then you're gonna call your mom or you're gonna like, you know there's gonna be other things you do that are outlets. Um, so the what's eating you series is a good one too, you guys. Cause then you'd identify your triggers and that's huge. You yeah, gotta identify that way, you know, what's gonna be, sorry, I thought you did this. That way, you know, what's gonna, what's coming down the pipe. But then she's the second part of her question was what about the shame? What about the shame? What about the shame? I mean, yeah. What about it? Like, okay. You know, like I'm just, ooh, you know in my mental toughness masterclass, if those of you guys who decide to come, you are not the problem. The problem is the problem. So just fix the problem. What is wrong with me? Oh, what is wrong with, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I love coffee so much. Probably because when I was growing up, my mom and dad drank coffee and when they would hug us in the morning, they had coffee on their breath. Maybe that's why I like coffee so much. I don't know. You guys, I don't know. I don't know why the shame is so heavy. But it, you just need to get up, and put one foot in front of the other and keep going. And a lot of us screwed up over and over and over and over and over and over. And then we get it right. And then we get it right. And then, you know, then for some reason, the penny drops in and you just get it. You keep showing up for these workshops. You know, you pay your 35 bucks. You come and you eat. You stand here and you listen to me. You take notes. You, you let it sit. You let it marinate. You show up with the rest of us. We all hug each other and whatever. We take little selfies with our phones. Like, you not you just keep showing up, you guys. But you keep showing up. Broken, battered, bleeding, it doesn't matter. Walking, crawling, I can't even barely stand. I don't care if you, it's just like the, the Bible story about the guy that was a crippled man that was by the pool and the angel would come by once a year, right? And the person, the angel would touch the water and the first person to get in the water would get a healing. Well, that crippled guy was such a whiny heinie. He was like, oh, I'm crippled because nobody is here to push me in the pool. Like Jesus got mad at him. He was like, get up, like knock it off. Quit feeling sorry for yourself. You guys quit feeling sorry for yourself. And I'm not saying you are, I'm kind of saying this to the global you, the room and you stop feeling sorry for yourself. Get up. I don't care how badly broken you are. Just show up and eventually you're going to get it. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red. And thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle if you want to stay connected to other rebels like you join us in our private network our code red app is a one-stop shop free from ads algorithms and censorship and a place where you can see listen and watch everything code red you'll be encouraged motivated and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle get recipe ideas tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.